0: feel Glorious, Glorious, got a chance to start again. I was born for this, all for this, so I am not going to forget. I made it through the darkest part of the night, and now I see the sunrise. Now I feel
1: glorious. Hey everybody, it's Doctor Ryan Berlin. We are on 55KRC Detox Station, and you're listening to Align Your Health. We feel glorious today. It's a new year. New year, new you.
0: <laughs> new year, new you. 2019 feels really good.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: It feels really good. Let's see if
1: we can keep this going. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're in here today, and, and Ashley and I were talking about, what do we talk about in the new year? We've gone through all these topics. It's been a lot of fun. But um, let's get back to some basics. And I had a patient ask me, an amazing question this week, which was, you know, you're a chiropractor, I'm under chiropractic care, I'm doing better, I'm feeling better, but what do I do, what can I do on a daily basis to make sure that I don't keep developing the type of problems in my spine that are eventually going to affect my health? What can I do outside of here, sleeping, standing, sitting, working? What are the things that I can do that can be, Uh, very impactful on keeping my spine healthy
0: spinal hygiene
1: spinal hygiene so we thought you know this is awesome if you went to your dentist you're like what can I do he's gonna brush your teeth
0: floss floss,
1: (laughs) use a water pick do whatever you gotta do don't
0: lie about flossing yeah don't (laughs) exactly so so you know what's
1: weird is that the dentist always gives the kids a sucker afterwards isn't that weird (laughs) That would be like us whacking someone in the back with a shovel after we adjusted them. It's a little weird. But anyway, yeah, what we're talking about is spinal hygiene. How do you keep your spine healthy? And if that sounds boring to you, then go back to our very first podcast ever, The Greatest Principle That We Know. Yes. And the big thing is you have to understand if you do not have a healthy spine, you cannot have health. Exactly. Exactly. That your organs rely on your nervous system. Your nervous system is protected by your spine. Your spine has to move properly and be strong. If your spine is bad, your health will be bad.
0: Your nervous system literally controls and coordinates everything down to your DNA, down to your genes changing up to, you know, the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yeah, I mean, literally. it's literally everything. So if you we want to be healthy... We talked about that today
1: in the office, down to the telomeres of your DNA.
0: The telomeres? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So today we want to talk to you guys that's about right. spinal
1: hygiene. What does it look like? What, you know, what what do we actually need to be focused on? What can you do? What can you do right now at your desk? What can you do in your car? What can you be doing when you're sleeping? How can you protect? probably the most vital and most important system you have in your entire body. So that's what we're going to be uncovering. Um, Been seeing some amazing outcomes in our office. So if you want to become a patient of ours, if you want to come into the office, you want to get checked out, if you want to understand what this chiropractic thing is really all about, if you know that there's health issues that just aren't being addressed and, and you're tired of trying to take a medication and really poison yourself back into health or uh, cutting out body parts isn't the answer, right? Nobody wants more surgery. Think about this. Who? How many people in your life do you think actually want to be on more medication? Well, if that's not what you want, then maybe you should try a different outcome. So if you want to investigate what we do and check out our office, we keep five appointments every single week open. And uh, you can give us a call at 513-777-7575. Or better yet, check us out on the web at alignhealthcenter.com and click on the uh, section you'll find there about becoming a new patient and and scheduling an appointment. Awesome. Talk to me about hi- spinal hygiene and like from from why why should people be excited about this?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's huge. So you're, you're, I know that you're already excited because these are the questions that you've always wanted a chiropractor to answer. You're like, how do I, you know, how do I take care of my health? Well, well, first of all, how do I take care of my spine? First of all, um, you get adjusted. I mean, that's, that is obvious. That is, you know, that's what everyone does. That's what we're doing. But we're talking about patients that are coming into our office and they're saying, I'm getting adjusted Outside of here, what are the other things I should work on? Yep. Now, I know that you, I know because I know what happens inside the office, right? So I know that you give your patients really specific rehabilitation exercises based on their x rays and based on the condition, what's going on with them, right? But, um, but I think we're talking about like just generally speaking. Yeah. So we have good. very
1: specific rehabilitative protocols for our patients as they're going through corrective care. They're doing specific exercises, they have specific equipment that is really helping their spine to change and improve through corrective care that's not what we're talking about today although i might give give some little you know tips from what we do what we're talking about essentially sitting standing sleeping working how can you be because those those four things you can either be here here's the whole topic today you can either be supporting your spine and your health through those four things sitting standing sleeping and uh working or you can be destroying your spine Right. And we're going to talk about first, if there's nothing else you take away, then take away the don't do's. Yes. Don't do this.
0: Right. Right.
1: Then if you're like, oh, I already don't do that. All right. Then take away the to do's, which we're going to talk about. Yep. And then the next step is to understand that no matter how healthy your spine is, it's virtually impossible for it to last you your whole life by just trying to sit up with good posture, do some of these right things. That a chiropractor is essential, especially this day and age, to keeping your spine healthy the same way a dentist is essential this day and age to keeping your teeth healthy.
0: Absolutely. So, okay, so you're talking about, you talked about those four things, the sitting, standing, sleeping, and working. So I think we should dive right into number one, that's sitting. And here's the interesting thing, and I love this. I love that you pointed this out. Sitting is literally the new smoking.
1: Yeah, I'd like to point out that you're sitting in my chair, by the way. (laughs) I'd we- like I'd like to point out that every week we've ever done the radio show, that is my chair. Yeah. Because I find the way I sit to be rather important.
0: Right. Right.
1: And our producer told us that nobody likes to sit in that chair, but I found that it's the most supportive to my spine, which means everyone who sits here and doesn't like it probably has a terrible spine. <laughs> probably. And that's why they don't like that chair. <laughs>
0: But I'm you're also, in my
1: you're literally in my seat.
0: I'm also enjoying this chair. It's really lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate you're welcome. It. Oh my gosh. So,
1: sitting is sitting. the new smoking and this yep. this this is something that's just come out in the last 4 or 5 years that all the studies being done on sitting are saying that because of the amount of time, think about it. You get up in the morning, you go to the shower, you do whatever you got to do to get ready. You get in your car, you're sitting. Before you get in your car, you might be having breakfast. You're sitting. You get in your car, you're sitting. You're at work, you're sitting. You're you're working all day, you're sitting down. You get home, you have dinner, you're sitting you down, home. you might do some work at home. Yeah, right. drive home, you're sitting. You do some work at home. You go to the kids' basketball game, you're sitting. We literally are sitting like remember the evolutionary chart, not that we, you know, believe in evolution, but right. I just remember the picture of it like ape to man type thing where it's right. like, right. you know, the ape bent over into the Neanderthal into the man who's standing upright. Right. Well, the the reverse is actually what's happening that like we're yeah. going from the upright man into like you look at everybody's posture, it's starting to like Everyone you've seen in a nursing home, it's head forward, shoulders rounded. Yep. You know, they lose their rear end because their pelvis is out right, in front of them. Right. They and have they that start, hump, like, that turning hump. back into, right. like, a curled-up ball again. Yep. Yep. And, um, and it's just really sad. But it all starts with sitting because when we sit, the three curvatures of the spine are not supported really well. And so one of the major ones we give away is that lower lumbar curve when we let it buckle. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, think about the lumbar support in your car when you pump that thing up. It pushes into your back, creating a bow-like shape to that lower back. That structure and that curve is really, really critical. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go through this more. I'm gonna come back to sitting in a minute, and then we're gonna go to, you know, the standing, the sleeping, the working. But the biggest thing I want you guys to take away today is that you can change some minor habits that are going to really s- slow up the progression of damage and degeneration in your spine. But if you know you need help, give us a call. We'd love to help you. Our phone number is 513-777-7575. Let's get you an appointment schedule and let's start helping you with these things so that your spine is stronger no matter what you're doing. Coming up, we're going to talk about how to keep your spinal hygiene really healthy. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC the Talk Station. I feel good. Hey everybody! This is Dr. Ryan Berlin, 55 Care CD Talk Station, and this is Align Your Health. We're talking about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. And today, we're keeping it simple, and we're keeping it to sitting, standing, um, sleeping, and working. And and how do you protect the lifeline to your whole body? How do you protect your spinal cord? How do you protect your nervous system? And how do you keep a healthy spine through literally, if you think about it? sitting standing sleeping working you're not ever not doing one of those four things
0: Absolutely oh yeah no that's a good point yeah I mean even when you're even when you're working out you know I yeah you're standing you're sit, you know you're doing one of those things yep. yeah
1: So how do we do this properly How do we do this properly and, and Ashley was talking about this sitting being the new smoking So where does this come from uh, let's go to we're going to go to the uh, archives of internal medicine and I don't have the date in front of me. I think it was 2003 or 2004 study came out. And what they said was spinal degeneration is independently associated with increased risk of all causes of mortality.
0: Come on.
1: What that means is the more your spine degenerates, the more likely you are to die of anything and of anything, all causes and the independently meant it didn't matter if you're a smoker or you're a drinker or you did yoga or, you know, you ran marathons. It didn't matter. The worse your spine gets, the higher your risk of mortality. And so why is this important? Because when we're sitting, our spine is under the most substantial amount of load. Yeah, yeah. So your axial skeleton, you think about the way our skeleton is, are our skeletons upright? Every other animal, you know, with the... Uh, Exception of, you know, like some chimpanzees, maybe squirrels, whatever. But right. most of them walk around on four legs, very few on two, right? Sure. Primates, some birds, whatever. But their spines are more in the horizontal plane, right. even even for a lot of those other animals. And ours are in the vertical plane. Yep. And so when they're in the horizontal plane and the discs of their spine, think about this. The, the way the bones are stacked up for us, they're not stacked up for them. They're horizontal. Yeah. And so the discs are not under load like the discs in our spine are under load.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: So the equivalent for them when they're living most of their life is in the horizontal plane where their spine's not degenerating. Right. We live life in that vertical plane where there's compression on our discs. The time that our discs are under the least amount of load is when we're sleeping. That's part of the reason why sleeping is so, so restorative and regenerative.
0: Right, because you know, essentially you're at zero load. I mean, maybe there's a little bit, but essentially it's zero load. And and listen, we have a lot of conversations with patients about the way that they sleep.
1: Yeah, so so maybe you're thinking, God, my spine's not under load when I sleep, but why am I so uncomfortable? Well, because maybe your spine isn't in a healthy structure right. or function. Right. So how should you sleep? So sleeping is when it's under zero load. So. This is when everything's very restorative. Our nervous system is not under as much stress. When there's no load on our joints, that our muscles don't have to fire and be active. You know, sometimes we just lay down, lay down on the couch, lay down on bed, and you just feel like, oh, nothing has to work right now. Right. And my muscles don't have to engage. They don't right. have to work. Well, that's true. And it's because of that loading. So when you lay down, you should be able to take the energy that you're putting towards fighting gravity all day and divert it back towards healing and repair however if your spine's not in a healthy position or if you're not in a healthy position while you sleep you can be creating as much or more stress or damage than when you're sitting because of the shape of your spine so let's skip the shape of the spine stuff like yours is bad you should be seeing a chiropractor that's where you give us a call 513-777-7575, 513 and let's just assume that that's not the problem and go, all right, what position are you sleeping in?
0: Right. I right. have
1: bad news for a good number of you. Ugh. If you have this habit, it's as bad as smoking. It's as bad as drinking Mountain Dew every day. It's as bad as eating, you know... McDonald's, yeah, M- McDonald's. It's or, as bad like, as these are the worst things we can think of. These
0: are, the, these are the worst things we can think of. You're a fast food eating, like, Mount do you know, Mountain Dew drinking,
1: and if we're nailing you on those things too, then you got a lot to work with, <laughs> you and you need to go back and listen to some other aspects of our show. But
0: but it's a new year; it could be a new you. It's but, fine.
1: <laughs> but sleeping on your stomach is one of the worst things yes. that you can do. Yep. For your spine and for your health, because when you sleep on your stomach, you flatten out the neck curvature, the cervical curvature, which neurologists call that curve the arc of life. Life. The arc of life. And so it's supposed to be a 45 degree curve when you sleep on your stomach and turn your head to the side. That curve goes from 45 degrees virtually to zero, right? Stretches your spinal cord seven to 10 centimeters. And when you stretch a rubber band, think about what happens to the diameter of the rubber band. It gets thinner. Yeah, The same thing happens to your spinal cord. When you sleep on your stomach at night with your head turned to the side, you stretch your spinal cord 7 to 10 centimeters, stretching the spinal cord, literally constricting it and shutting down almost 60% of the nerve impulses that are going through the spinal cord.
0: And that, I mean, just knowing what I know, that has to be horrible because when you're um, 60% of the flow, I mean, when you're sleeping, that's when healing takes place, right? That's such a regenerative time for our bodies. So if, if you're asleep and you're, because of the position that you're asleep in, you're restricting 60% of that flow through the spinal cord. That means that that communication that's supposed to be healing, you're supposed to be regenerating. You're, you're, you know, like your nervous system is communicating so to plain, other parts yeah, of the body.
1: Plain and simple. If you're supposed to be getting 100% of nerve supply to your heart, lungs, other organs right. to heal while you're sleeping, and we're shutting down 60%, little math for you,
0: right. what
1: percent are you healing at?
0: <laughs> Four, 40%.
1: <laughs> of your... Capacity. Of your
0: capacity, right, right.
1: So by sleeping on your stomach, you're literally shutting down. Yes. Proper health and healing to your organs. And listen, I know I know how, how you guys do this. Stomach sleepers, like I got your number. You ready? You have your head either turned right or left, one of them more often than the other. Yep. One of them is more comfortable. You have that head turned, but you couldn't turn that head and have your spinal twisted and rotated and the curve gone without, you got to do one more thing, get that knee up. You
0: got to kick the leg up. You got to
1: have one leg straight, the other (laughs) knee's bent and it's up. And so you're sleeping in your stomach with that pelvis Pelvis is half shifted with the knee up on one side and leg straight on the other. And you know this, like your pelvis is all torqued your head's off to one side. All the weight of your body's pushing down that neck curvature. And you're sleeping there and you're like, but Dr. Ryan, it's the most comfortable position. That's because your spine's jacked up. I promise you that. Right, not. right. You're getting into a position to accommodate for an unhealthy spine. And the problem is if you keep doing that, you keep perpetuating the problem and it gets better or worse? What do you think?
0: 100% gets worse.
1: It gets worse. 100% of the time. So 10. you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm just stiff when I wake up. I'm sore. My lower back's achy when I wake up in the morning. You know, I wake up in the morning and it's very frequent. I... I you know, I'll be fine for weeks, but then I'll wake up with a pinched nerve in my neck or this going on. And and we see this all the time in stomach sleepers. Stomach sleepers, you guys, there's a high correlation stomach sleeping and excessive migraines.
0: Yes. There's a
1: high correlation yep. in, in stomach sleeping and people having hip imbalances. If you took two scales, set them side by side, and you stood on them. We were going to talk about this in standing, which we will in a minute. But you took two scales, stand on them, one foot on each and try to distribute your weight equally, looking straight ahead. Let those scales lock in, look down. You're putting 10 or 15 more pounds on one scale than the other because all night you're shifting those hips and getting them stuck in that really weird rotated position. So now when you stand in the day, you're not even putting weight equally on each foot when you think you are. This is going to lead to things like plantar fasciitis. It can destroy your hormonal function because your lower back nerves go to your reproductive organs. It can shut down digestive function because yes. your colon is innervated from nerves coming out of L5S1. So if your back is all twisted and rotated, I adjusted a kid a couple weeks ago, I adjusted this kid for the first time. His pelvis is way off. It's off by like five, six millimeters on a kid, which is big. I adjust him. He hasn't gone to the bathroom in three months, but once a week. And I adjust him the other day. And when I adjust his sacrum, he comes back the next day. I'm like, how'd you feel? He's like, I didn't feel much different. Really? You didn't feel anything different? He goes, no, but I pooed like nine times. <laughs> and so here this kid couldn't have a bowel movement. He didn't right. feel that different. We adjust him. It was a little bit looser. Right. The kids are pretty mobile. But just getting the pressure off that nerve, his bowels start clearing out. Incredible. So if you're an adult and like you know, you know you sleep on your stomach, I promise you it's creating problems. So how do you sleep then? Yes. How do you sleep? What position do you sleep in? You sleep on your back or you sleep on your side? Yep. And both of those are good viable options. Yep. What's more important is what's happening when you're sleeping on your back or your side. Yep. When you're sleeping on your back, which is the most favorable position in in my opinion, you want to make sure that your neck curve, especially, and also your low back curve, are somewhat supported. Yep. So what we use in our office, we have a couple rather than using a big, huge pillow or whatever, and this takes some getting used to for some people. We use a foam roll that's about Four inches in diameter, placed under the neck, supporting the neck curvature. Some of you guys have a pillow, like a cervical pillow. Right. Right. Where it's got a curve or a hump to it. Those are great. Yeah. Also, under your back, you can do something similar. You can put a small roll or if you're in a hotel, if we're traveling, sometimes I'll take like a hand towel and just put, fold it in half, put it under the curve in my lower back and just support that lower back. Right. Yeah. Yep. And you'd be blown away at how much more comfortably you can sleep when you support those two curvatures. Your lumbar and your cervical curvature are supposed to have uh, lordotic curvatures, which means C-shaped curvatures where the C is open to the back. And you just put something underneath there and support that a little bit. People are like, I hate sleeping on my back. What's interesting is when they support it like that. Like like think about taking an airplane neck pillow, you know, the C-shaped (laughs) one that goes on your neck. And then laying on your back with that on. Like the support that that would put in the middle part of your neck. That supports that arch or that curve in your neck. So, we use some foam rolls. There's a pillow. I'll give you guys a secret. The pillow I use is by a company called Therapeutica. Go on to therapeuticainc.com, check out that pillow. It's really cool. Supports you in both sideline and backline positions, but it discourages stomach sleeping. It's how I broke the habit. That's how I know how you guys sleep. I was a <laughs> I'm a reformed stomach sleeper from way back when. And guess what? My migraine headaches went away. Yep. I was under chiropractic care, but I was sleeping on my stomach eight hours a night and getting adjusted once a week. Yep. And still having migraine headaches. So once I started getting adjusted. And then also changing my sleeping. Then my migraines were gone for good because the chiropractic was helping when I had a migraine, but my sleeping was destroying the normal position. And uh, so that, that's the one I would check out. We'll get into more. Sleeping so important that we're going to even talk about side sleeping in a moment. Yep. And then we'll get into more standing um, and and uh, working. But uh, that's coming up. You guys are listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC Detox Station. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC Detox Station. We're talking about spinal hygiene and talking about how to keep your spine and essentially your body healthy for the rest of your life through the things that you always do, like sitting, standing, sleeping, working. How do you keep it healthy? I
0: love, okay, the segment that we just went through, some of you guys might be in tears learning about this stomach sleeping business. I'm also a reformed stomach sleeper. And I'm going to I'm gonna say this to you. And listen, if you didn't hear that segment or if you know somebody who needs to listen to it, go on to iTunes, go on to the podcast, check out this episode. This episode will be Absolutely. podcasted. Um, listen to it there. You can search your line your health on podcast, or you can go to drryanlive.com and you can check out the podcast there and hear it there. But listen, as a former, stomach sleeper. I did. I was somebody who had terrible migraines. And then I also, when, when we got married, I had infertility issues and it wasn't until there was a lot of things that I cleaned up, but a big thing was getting off of my stomach sleeping. Um, and, and then, you know, obviously now we have three beautiful children, but that is a huge issue, and so if we can't stress enough, like how how bad the stomach sleeping is.
1: Yeah. So we went to break a second ago. Our producer just was said, "I've never heard that. I've never heard that." And I was joking around. I said, "Listen to us long enough, we'll ruin everything for you." But but the but but the re- and sometimes it feels like that. Let's be honest. Sometimes you're like crap. Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm doing everything wrong. Yep. It's all right. That's why you're listening to the show. That's why you take notes every week. That's why we try to start chipping away at some of these things and try to improve because life didn't come with a manual per se. I mean, we got the Bible, right? We got that. Yep. Outside of that, we, we, there, there's some you know common sense stuff, but in reality, like every one of us is born, we're going through life and we're relying on information we get from other people and nobody's ever taught us some of these simple things. Like, how do I sleep?
0: Yeah. How yeah. do
1: I, how do I sit? And so it makes sense if your head's turned to one side eight hours a night or you know, you're you like, well, I turn both ways. You're probably one way 70 to 80% of the time. Yeah. And if you're doing that all the time, day in and day out, fast forward 20 years later, I'll take an x-ray. Usually on x-ray, I can look at it. And if you're a stomach sleeper, I'll tell you what side you sleep on.
0: Because of the rotation, Whether you right? sleep
1: to your right or your left. Because yep. your head's rotated that side, the way your occiput shifted, the curve that's in your lower back, and the hip imbalance – and, and I'll tell you probably what it's causing health-wise to you, whether you know it or not, or what it's going to cause in the next few years, because I can see where the most stress is occurring on your spine and nervous system. So we talked about back sleeping and supporting the curves if you lay on your back. Therapeutica Inc. offers a great pillow. Amazing. Therapeutica, yep. inc.com. That's my favorite pillow, personally. I've used it for 12, 15 years. You've used it for yep. probably 8, 10 years, right? Yep. Amazing pillow. Side sleeping, you're going to measure that pillow, you're going to measure it to fit, and you're going to measure from your neck to your shoulder. So, when you're on your side, your head is supported in a neutral position. Think about laying on your side, you don't want your head way down low, yeah, shifted right. so that your ears almost touching your shoulder, like yep. if you had a worn out feather pillow, or if you have too thick of a pillow, or you're the type of person I sleep with two or three pillows. Well, if you're on your side sleeping with two pillows, your head's probably shifted too high and you're tilting your head in the other direction. Yep. If you sleep with two or three pillows under your back and neck while you're on your back, you're putting your head in that exact same position you do when you're on your computer every day at work called forward head posture. And they're telling us that that is literally the next thing that's causing a detriment. Like sitting's a new smoking, forward head posture is like smoking... Two packs a day (laughs) instead of one. Smoking
0: everything. Yeah, Yeah. Because
1: that forward head posture is so terrible. If you lay in your bed and you watch TV on the wall towards the foot of your bed, then you're destroying your neck curve all night. The arc of life. Yep. The arc of life, the same one that Christopher Reeves destroyed when he broke his neck and it shut down five organs. You're destroying that same curvature, that same arc of life by watching TV at the foot of your bed. While you're laying on your back. Right. If you're the laptop on the stomach person while you're in bed. Oh, no. I We have a family member who does this. I won't call <laughs> yeah. the person out by name, but he lays in bed like that. Yep. And I can tell you it's impossible. I won't speak to him, but I'll speak to anybody else that you cannot have long-term health. It'll affect your blood pressure. Yep. It'll affect your cholesterol. It'll affect your hormonal function because your hypopituitary adrenal axis in your upper neck, you're going to be chin flexed to chest, developing a straight and or reverse neck curvature and putting your skull into flexion in the wrong direction because you're, you're on, imagine you're on your back in bed, you have some pillows under your chest and you're staring down at a computer and put yourself in that position for a second. And now imagine instead of being on your back that you stand up and do that, you literally be looking at your toes. And if you're doing that for hours on end, you're just completely screwing up your neck. Absolutely. And so those are some things that we got to break those habits because if you're doing those things four, five, six, eight hours at a time while you're sleeping, you are going to destroy your spine.
0: Right. And so, you know, I think it's interesting because we talked about when you're laying down, you're you're basically zero load Yeah. Um, on your spine. And then when you're standing up, you're Two times the load. But Um, when
1: you're sitting down, it's almost four times the load.
0: Right. And so it just keeps progressing. So when you're sitting down, you're four times the load. No, it's interesting because when you look at the curvatures in your spine, when your spine is properly aligned, your spine is literally 16 times stronger than when you have misalignments. So if you are somebody and you know, you know that like, you know, I stand a lot all day long. Patients will come into
1: my office frequently and I'll say, hey, we're going to get some x-rays on you. They're like, well, just so you know, I've been told or I know that I have no neck curvature. What that means is your spine is 16 times weaker than if you had a curvature in your spine. Right. That's what the research says.
0: Right. And, and, and so if you, if you're somebody, you know, that you stand all day long and you have two times the load, or, you know, you know, even worse, you sit all day long and you have four times the load, then it's literally imperative for you to be getting adjusted and making sure that you have all of the curvatures in your spine so that your spine can withhold, withstand all of the things that you're doing to it all day long.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that, so we've gone through sitting Talk about sitting. When you're at your desk, what can you do? Sitting, you can get a lumbar support behind your lower back. You can get a balance cushion, get a, a wobble cushion or a balance yeah. cushion. We use them in our office. Put it under your chair. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about those like disc-shaped things. We like to blow them up too much, hyper inflate them, so they're shaped more like a ball. Yep. Or some people are using the ball chairs, and sitting on those, it's hard to sit on those with crappy posture. When you let your lumbar curve slump, you almost want to fall off the back of the chair. So when you, by nature, when you sit on those, you engage your lower back. I'm not going to tell you that your lower back might not be more sore by sitting on it because you're starting to strengthen muscles, Right. but you're arching that lower back, supporting that, making your spine 16 times stronger while you're sitting by getting that lumbar curve back in. So those are some things we do. If you have that wobble cushion, take a break once an hour for two minutes and do some exercises where you bend laterally side to side 10 times put your arms up and rotate your trunk so that you're you know turning and looking back over each shoulder 10 times and then bend forward and backward go into flexion extension you know round your spine forward like a c looking down at your feet go back the other way looking up the ceiling like a c and do those exercises 10 times do them takes you one or two minutes do it every hour and, and you're going to be so blown away. Just that little bit of mobility. What's funny as a chiropractor, you're going to feel like an amateur chiropractor. You're going to hear little <laughs> clicks and pops and things coming out of your spine because your spine right. is starting to get movement in it and you're right. getting a releasing of those potential subluxations that are developing every single day while you sit at your computer,
0: absolutely. And that motion is huge for your discs because what brings new nutrition into your discs is motion. And so by loading and unloading the discs with that, with those wobble cushions, um, you give that those discs the nutrition that they need to heal. Yeah. So, so it's the imperative.
1: the uh, ten dollar word of losing fluid in the disc is called hysteresis. Oh. Um, Sorry, no, that's the ability for the tissue to actually recover is called hysteresis. Losing that, that fluid is degeneration, disdegeneration. Hysteresis is the ability for it to snap back, but it only snaps back through a process called imbibition. Imbibition, meaning imbibing, drinking fluid, absorbing fluid. So the way that your discs absorb new fluid is by doing those motions we just talked to you about, but it will not happen until you start strengthening up the curvatures because the curvatures have to get the load off the disc in order for that to happen. Another thing that you guys do... um, Get your monitor up so when you're looking at your monitor – I'm looking at a monitor right now in the studio, and if I were looking straight ahead, I'd be looking at the top of the monitor, and really I should be looking at the bottom third of the monitor. So your monitor should be up so that you're looking at the bottom third of it, because if not, when it's down, you're going to lean forward and look down into the monitor, causing that – that tech neck or text neck that they're on. Yeah. And so yeah. think about that. If you're in front of your computer right now, look at where your monitor is. Just look straight ahead like you're looking at a mirror and look at where you're looking at that monitor. You should be looking at the bottom third of it. So, coming up, we're going to talk about the last part, which is working. Working when we're working, what can we be doing? What professions have the worst spinal hazards occupationally? Uh-oh. That's coming up on 55 KRC, the talk station. <laughs> Hey, everybody. We're back. This is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRCV Talk Station. You're listening to Align Your Health. I'm sitting here with my bride, Ashley. We're talking about spinal hygiene. I love
0: this topic. This is so good. You know, these are all of the questions that, you know, in what, 11 years of practice you have, you, you have people that come in a lot that repetitively will mm-hmm. say, Hey, what should I be sleeping on? What should I be doing at work? Well, how should I be, you know, doing this? And these are the questions that we answer so frequently. And so I know there's a lot of people that are, we um, literally
1: answer them. Cause this uh, segment was brought to you today by my patient, Kathy H. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, say your last name to protect your right, identity, but right. uh, I know your sister <laughs> listens more than you. Do. Do. So if you have a sister by the last name of cat or by the name of Kathy H, yeah. Um, so Kathy, you were asking these questions. In the opposite, so you're it's like, so what good. can I do outside of my home care? What can I do? How can I keep my spine healthy? And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do you one better. We're going to bring this up on the radio. And so, um, it's When we you're so sitting, when you're yep. sitting, you want to be upright. You don't want to be leaning forward, looking down at that computer. You don't want your arms up really high. You want your arms in a relaxed position with that computer keyboard in front of you so your arms can just hang loosely. Yep. Your wrist shouldn't be really you know, cocked up or down to where they feel like there's stress on them. It's going to create carpal tunnel. So there's some good things. Your monitor, we talked about your monitor. You should be looking at the bottom third of it. I would keep my monitor probably arm's length away. Right. If it's too much further, too much closer, then you start creating some issues with posture there. Um, and then one
0: cool thing that you've done in your office is that you have standing desks. Oh, yeah.
1: We went on Amazon. They're 180 to $200. bucks. they are these platforms that go on a regular desk. They're amazing. They're two-tiered, so you have the the tier for your keyboard and your mouse, and then you have the tier for your monitor, and they're big enough to where you can put your other stuff, your scotch tape, your yep. phone, your... <laughs> yep, your paper I don't know. Clips. Yeah, I don't have a desk, so I don't your know. Your Post-it notes. Your Post-it no- I hate Post-it notes. <laughs> I hate post-it right. notes. I have like a thing with post-it notes. I right. hate them. Um, but then there, you reach to the side. There's two levers. You pull them out, and then this thing's spring-loaded, and you can literally raise your desk up. Like I think it raised up almost a good foot. Yeah, maybe yeah. even more. And so for me at a desk, you can go from sitting. Awesome computers in that right spot. You should be in. Stand up. Boom. Lift it up. It's probably even a foot and a half. Um, you can. They're heavy enough to where most of the time you don't need to anchor them, but you can. They're amazing. They're amazing. They're 180 bucks, 200 bucks. There is isn't an employer in the world that shouldn't be buying these for their employees. Right. Because you can be going from sitting to standing multiple times during the day. Yep. And, you know, when you're standing, if you're on a phone call and you need to use your computer for a second, look at something, and you're not actually sitting typing, you know, you can be walking in place. Yep. You can be, um, you know, shifting from side to side, getting movement in your side joints. You can be doing a lot of things. Right. But you just reduce the load on your spine by 50%. Yep. Yep. 50% by just standing up, which is great. And then when you want to go back to sitting, you're exa- you're a little tired, whatever, you're going to burn more calories standing. Yep. There are people, there are some jobs that are letting you put these like bicycle pedal things under your desk. You're sitting down you're literally like bicycle pedaling under your desk.
0: Just pedaling while you're sitting there. (laughs)
1: Um, Just to burn calories while you're sitting. But the standing desk thing, I'm a big fan of. I love it. Make sure when you're a standing desk, you're not standing on one leg with your weight all shifted to one side and your hip cocked off to the other side, like, (laughs) you know, like the teenage high school girl thing where your butt's all popped out to one side or whatever. You don't want to be standing like that at your desk because you're just going to be training bad patterns. Right. When people are standing, they tend to shift from side to side a lot when they have a standing job. Uh, I'm looking at someone right now who's shifting side to side while he's standing. And and that's just a tendency. So what I always tell people, if you find yourself doing that, raising your awareness is the big thing. Right. Going from being unaware of it yep. to then, now I mention it, and you're going to notice when you're standing at your standing desk, you're going to shift your weight from side to side a lot. That's because you're not comfortable in a neutral position for a long period of time because probably there's some stress on those SI joints in the lower back. So that's where you give us a call, 513-777-7575. And we can help you with that. But you're like... You know you like to move, but at the same time, you know you're uncomfortable when you're not moving. And, right. and how do you figure that out? Don't move for a minute and see how you feel. And, and if you start feeling some stress somewhere, here's what you do. When, I, when I'm when i at my standing desk, I will catch myself starting to shift my weight on one side more than the other. So I just simply widen my stance out a little bit. Yeah, I take my legs and widen them out a little bit to the side. And then I put in just a little bit of knee bend. And if you try that, stay at your desk you know, regular width apart like you normally stand, move your stance out almost shoulder width apart and then just slightly bend your knees a little bit. And you'll see that it starts taking some stress off your lower back and it feels a lot better because what you just did is took all the load on your low back and you just distributed it across your hips and your knees more. So you probably cut that load down from half on your low back from sitting to now probably almost a quarter.
0: You know it's really good, and when you're talking about those hip, um, those hips that are shifted, I know you mentioned something earlier, and I think we were on break, and so I want to make sure that you that you talk about it. Weight um, and balances. Well, what, what I was going to say is that when you're in the car, a lot of times, oh, a lot yeah. of times we, talk, we only think yeah. about it when we're standing, yeah. but when you're in the car, typically someone, you, you have a position that you like to sit in when you're in the car and you're driving. And for people who have an hour commute or a you know half an hour commute. Or if you have a sales
1: job where you're in the car you know, calling on people and driving around for three, four hours a day.
0: Right. It's crucial to bring awareness to how you're sitting in the car.
1: So here's the thing about driving in a car is it is terrible. <laughs> and it's terrible because when you're sitting there, not thinking just because
0: of traffic, right. you have
1: one foot forward all the time, right? And the other foot, even if you you might have it forward as well, but most people don't do that. They have it pulled back a little bit. Some people right. have it pulled back all the way. What that does is the one hip because it's forward, that hip is ro- rotated posteriorly, yep. meaning backward, yep. because of the hip go- the leg going forward. The other hip, in compensation, that will rotate anteriorly. And if you put that leg straight, then you're upsetting your lower back. So, yep. to take the stress off our lower back, we kind of shift the, our weight to one side. If you're in the car right now and you're you, hearing me, <laughs> you're,
0: you're watch, it. <laughs>
1: your weight is on one butt cheek more than the other. Yep,
0: yep. And, and, and I, what happens yep. is
1: when you drive for a long period of time, if I take an x ray and I draw a line from one hip over to the other, your hips might be off by 5, 10, 15, 20. I just saw a 40 millimeter hip imbalance the other day. 40 mm. millimeters. That guy, guess wow. what? Prostate issues, colon yep. issues. He's had uh, you know, and let's I'm just gonna be straightforward. Erectile dysfunction.
0: Yep. And yep. we
1: start adjusting his hips. This is crazy. Comes in less than two weeks later. Guess what's working again? <laughs> In
0: <laughs> all of it. And that's guess how so excited good. he is about that? Yeah. yeah right? No yeah. more
1: four hour call your doctor if uh yeah, you know, yep. like he doesn't have to take the blue pill anymore. Right, right. But it's working better because we're starting to correct something he was doing every day. Guess how much sense it made? I just went over to a nerve chart and I showed him, like, look at where these nerves go. Yep. He's like, could that be causing my I'm like, absolutely. Yep. Yep. And it made sense. You know, he's in a car with his hip all shifted and rotated. So if that's you, the number is five one three seven, 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 five, seven, five. We won't, you know, we won't broadcast it. We won't use your name (laughs) on on the air. I promise you, but we'll help you with that. Right. That's actually a really common thing that we see get better under chiropractic care. Yep. Yep. Um, Because it's, it's usually neurological.
0: Even just sitting here right now in a chair, I can almost get myself in my driving position where I know I like sit too often. I'm going to take it one
1: step further. If you're, if you're a guy, I don't care if you commute a long distance or not, but if you're, you know, you have a desk job, you sit, you're in the car, get your, flipping wallet out yes. of your back pocket. Yep. Your George Costanza, <laughs> fat, 12 credit cards, too much debt wallet out of your back pocket. If it's not credit cards and you have all like the super saver cards from Kroger right. and everywhere else, right. like, throw that crap out. They have your phone number. They'll look you up. <laughs> right. Get it out of your wallet. Yep. Unless it's loaded with tons of cash or whatever it is, there's no reason to have all that crap in your wallet. Get a front pocket wallet, carry around two or three credit cards and yep. a check card and some cash or whatever. Get the rest of the stuff out. Um, you, you don't even need like pictures of your kids are on your phone now. So you yep. don't need, you know, pictures of your kids <laughs> yeah. in your wallet. Yeah. Let's thin that thing out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had one patient, he put a wall in the other pocket. So he had two and I'm like, this is <laughs> completely stupid but i mean it's amazing the lengths we go to sometimes when we really don't understand right, so i right. want to spend a minute and just name off some of the most dangerous professions i've ever seen when it comes to spines yes and and the reason i'm doing this is because some of you guys are in these professions and i want you to understand you need a chiropractor on your team you really do right you need someone it'd be like People in certain professions know they need a massage therapist.
0: Well, I, I think there, there's some that are obvious. Like if you're like you have a lot of um, pro football players that come to you or former, you know, mm-hmm. former professional yeah, football players. And so yep. those those guys obviously yeah, took they have a lot some of, of the hits worst they need.
1: spines we've ever seen. They're right. very degenerative. But then but, there are
0: people that are everyday yeah, people with so professions. Here, here's, here's, Absolutely. My,
1: here's my hit list. If you're a dental hygienist and you sit facing a person sideways, but turned with your upper body and your head, looking into their mouth, leaning to the side, usually sitting on either the right or left and leaning to one side, looking into their mouth for hours at a time. You do it all day long and you know you don't sit on the opposite sides of different patients because you're right handed and you love to have your tools on one side. That your neck, I promise you, is really screwed up. You probably have headaches. You probably have neck and shoulder problems. You probably have numbness and tingling going down your arms, hands, and fingers. And your profession is subject to a lot more MS. I'm going to give you a couple more. Dental hygienists, truckers because of all the sitting. yep, Hairstylists because of your arms being up and your head being forward all the time. yep. Those are some big ones. Yep, Waiters and waitresses who have a tray up and you're walking around all the time. Those are the big ones. Moms with the kid on your hip.
0: Moms with the kid. Give us a call. 513-777-7575.
1: We have five appointment slots open for you this week. Thanks for listening, you guys. This is Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.